Let's go, drinks on Dusty, let's start the show. Drinks on Dusty, coming in hot, coming in to blow up the spot. Guess we picking what we be drinking, we don't know what Dusty is thinking. We are here to have a good time, see where the combo may just climb. Sit back, put your drinks up, go on y'all, fill up your cup. Drinks on Dusty, let's go. Come on y'all, start the show. Oh no. All right, everybody, welcome to the newest episode of Drinks on Dusty. I am your host, as usual, your favorite drinking host, your favorite dipshit host, your favorite moronic host, Dusty. Um, Today, what we're going to do is we got another solo episode, okay? We got another solo episode because I have found, and from the fucking analytics, big word, shout out, but... (laughs) <laughs> the solo episodes are doing pretty good. And um I I'm I'm pretty busy all the time, right? I'm pretty busy. As you all know, we've we've talked about it all the time. But um it's it's really hard for me to edit um a lot of my guest episodes. So fillers is me just doing solo episodes and to 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 stay consistent with all the episodes and like giving giving content out. And let me start this with let me be very clear here. I drank a little bit tonight, not a little, a lot. I was very frustrated tonight, and I didn't want to have an episode where I was just bitching and complaining, because that's not what I want the episodes to be. I was very angry for most of the time tonight, and I, it, it took me a while to calm calm myself down enough to try to record an episode, and we'll see how it goes. Um, what we're drinking tonight is vodka sodas, vodka sodas with lime. Lime juice, real basic. That's what we're drinking tonight. And I want to thank everybody for, one, ever listening to this podcast, like I would always start with. Um, Thank you for anyone that's, the fact that you are listening to my dumb goddamn voice into your ears to talk about whatever the fuck I'm talking about has meant the absolute word to me, world, world, world to me. Again, little buzz, okay? Probably going to stumble over the words tonight. Over the words tonight. Okay. But thank you for your constant support and the fact that <laughs> it's just been the fact that you allow me to just talk. And I know that there's going to be a certain amount of people that are going to listen is really cool. And I also want to give some shout outs. So, shout outs today are for one, Miss Clark. Miss Clark is somebody that works in the same company with me who is an incredible, fantastic teacher that listens to my podcast every week. And I want to shout out to her because when I first heard that she told me that she listened to it, I was like, wait, what? She's like, I live for it. I love it, Dustin. I, I just think you're... She gave me all the compliments in the world. And I want to shout out to her for constantly just listening and supporting and um, giving me that extra boost. So shout out to you, Miss Clark. Um, update on my life. Update on the life. Um, I have found out that my filler word is um, which also is like, but filler word is um. I say um a shit ton. I was listening back to one of my episodes today, and a lot of ums. So I apologize. But again, you know what you're getting into. Lots of drinking. 
Um, <laughs> so every time I say, um, I'm like, no, 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 no. I, I didn't mean to. I got to back off from it. But, you know, update in the life. The Packers lost. My favorite football, my favorite football team in the world, they lost. The Green Bay Packers, they lost, and it destroyed me. Now, it may not seem like a huge thing to you, okay? Which I understand. It's a football team. Mogi doesn't. They lost. Ooh, we move on. I want you to imagine whatever it is your favorite thing in life. Whatever it is. Um, If it's your favorite musical, if it's your favorite something, whatever the fuck your favorite thing in the world is, and then it's it's just gone. Now, again, it's not gone forever. I understand that. But every year, my favorite thing, no matter what I'm doing, my favorite thing is watching the Green Bay Packers play football. It's my favorite thing. It's the thing I love. It's, you know, this, this whole story that goes into it with my childhood, my father, all that kind of stuff. But it's my favorite thing. My favorite thing to do. During the fall, my favorite thing to do every week, I, I wait for, live for, wake up for watching the Packers play football. Okay? It's it's just it's who I am. That's who I am is my personality or whatever. So every week during football season, it's like I'm just gearing for that game. No matter what the shitty week I have going on, I have I have the Packer football game to um uh look forward to. And that's what it's that's what it is every fall. And so we get into the playoffs. And if you don't understand football, it's basically the playoffs happen. If you lose, you're done. You know, you're done. My Packers lost, and they're done. They weren't supposed to lose, but they're done. I have uh, a good friend of mine, Justin Minshaw, coming on. We'll talk a little bit more about that. But, I, again, I want to emphasize the fact of you lose your favorite thing, and now it's just gone. Now, <laughs> I don't have to live with this. you know. I, I understand all that. And if you don't like football, you may be like, shut the fuck up, Dustin. Like It's just a game. Again, your favorite thing, my favorite thing is to watch Packers play football. And now it's taken away from me. And I got to wait until next fall for it to happen. It's, it's my favorite thing. So it's a little it's a little depressing right now. You know, I try to forget about it as much as I can, but it's a little depressing right now. But if you're a Packer fan or a friend of mine, really, just just give me a hug. Next time you see me, be like, hey, Dustin. Hey, Dustin. I know, I know, Dustin, it's going to be okay. And I'll go, thank you. I'll probably brush you off because I'm like, all right, got to move on with the time. <laughs> but, you know, it was a, it was a thing and it, it kind of broke my heart. The funny thing, Justin and I will talk about it, but Justin, my good friend, Justin Minchow now, he was crying in my arms, which again sounds like the most aggressive thing in the fucking world. He's like, dude, he was crying in your arms about a football game, but it's our favorite thing. Again, if I took your favorite thing away, if it's a toy, if it's a book, if it's a seeing a movie on Netflix all the time, if I just go, ah, no, and I took it away, maybe you'd understand. You take your favorite thing from somebody and you're you're lost a little bit. I think that it's okay for people to feel that. Even if you just think it's just a football game, I want you to try make an effort to look at it as 
this was somebody's favorite thing in the world, and it was just taken away. Okay? I just want that to be clear. Um, Another topic I want to talk about is somebody brought up to me the other day where they go, Dustin, do you like it when people know you're not from New York City? Like, it's pretty clear you're not from here. And I've never struggled with that answer. I was always like, I love when they don't, when they know I'm not from here because I'm from Nebraska. I'm from Nebraska, Midwest. You can call it a country boy, whatever you want to call it. But like, I think Nebraska has always been, it's almost like a personality or like a, a blood trait, basically. Like, I don't know. Um, I love when people know that I'm not from New York City. I love it because I, I own it and I want everyone to know that. I want everyone to know that my personality, who I am, is not this. And I'm bringing this flavor to New York City. And I just thought it was pretty interesting when someone asked me that. They're like, oh, well, don't you want to like fit in a little bit more? I'm like, no, I don't want to fit in more. I want to uh, create my own lane. And that's why I wear my cowboy hat all around. I, I like to <laughs> I like to go against the norm and be like, what are you wearing right now? I'm like, nah. Flannel for no reason. Like I, I don't I don't like to go towards this New York norm that was created. I want to um be very clear on who I am and stick to who I am as a person. And I love the idea that I'm from Nebraska and everyone's even if they don't know if I'm from Nebraska, but they were like, Who the fuck's where the fuck's that guy from? I love that fact about me. I actually do. Um, so I did um again. Another thought I had, which may not make too much sense. If you have time to post on social media about you doing an emergency something, maybe it's not an emergency. And that may that might sound inconsiderate. And I think that we're in a world, and I'm I'm a part of it. I'm not saying I'm not. I post about dumb shit or things that I'm doing all the time. But if you try to, I, I watched somebody post something where they wanted the whole world to stop. You're like, hey, please take care of me right now. If you have time to do that, you're you're just looking for attention. You're just looking for attention. You're not. You're not truly looking for um, love or, or, I mean, you're not truly helpless, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You are you just posted that to be like, hey, look, oh, this is kind of scary to me, but I want everyone else to know how scary it is. I don't understand that, I guess, a little bit. And again, you know, we're drinking a little bit, but I don't understand the fact of, you're trying you're you're just trying to make people think a certain thing. You're trying to um control the dynamic of the situation, I guess. I don't know. But you're making people think a certain thing when they don't need to think that. You're over dramatic dram, dramatizing. That's not a word. You're being over dramatic about a situation that you don't need to be. Yeah, I'll probably cut that part though. Um, <laughs> so what we will do on a random post is I will tell a story. 
I'm trying not to make the story too long, but um, so for solo drunks, but for solo dusty episodes, I'm going to tell a little story about something in my life. Uh, I would like to tell a little story today about the first time having my first professional role. Okay. So when I was in college, I was, you know, doing all right, doing okay job. But I I had no idea where I wanted to go. I was lost. I I never thought I was the most talented, was told I was the most talented. I didn't know what I was doing. I had a girlfriend that was younger than me. All these decisions were trying to be made, and I didn't know what to do. So I was offered a job at the school that I uh, had just graduated with because I was good with carpentry, building sets, and all that kind of stuff. It's like, oh, Dustin, you can do this until you figure out what you want to do. It, was, it all made sense, right? Ended up being the worst decision. You know, it's kind of hard. It's a, it's a whole transition, but you're not leaving. You know, it's it's a whole thing. All the relationship got fucked over, and I was very depressed. All this bullshit, right? So... I was just, I, I, it got to a couple months and I was like, I don't feel like I'm not a good actor anymore, which sounds weird. It's in college, it's fucking whatever, but I didn't know what to do. And I was just like trying to prove like, I can act, I can do something, I can, I can, I can go out there and be something, whatever the fuck. And I, I was in this fucking show that um, a college professor that's a good friend of mine just asked me to do. And I go, okay, I'll do this, but I, I have to get the fuck out of here after this. And I was just constantly just looking for shows. And like, it was a whole thing. And I'm, I'm from Nebraska, like everyone knows. And there were shows in Chicago. So Chicago was the next biggest city closest to me. So I was applying for everything. I was just trying to find an audition. So worked out some schedules where there was a week off and just was like, I'm going to go to Chicago on my audition for the show. One audition, one audition. I had two, but one got canceled because of weather during this time. It was literally during the winter. and But I had two auditions scheduled. But when I got out there, drove out there and everything, um, only one of them was going to happen. The other one got canceled. And the other one, the one was in Chicago. The audition was in Chicago. But the show was in Indiana, Hammond, Indiana. And... All I cared about was just doing some fucking show. That's all I cared about. So I go in, fly to Chicago, go and do this first audition. Do a good job. Everyone's laughing. They're like, hey, we want to call you back, but the callbacks are not for a week. So I have to extend my stay there for a week and do nothing. Do nothing, you know, just see the city, do a bunch of bullshit or whatever. Um, But I was supposed to have other auditions, but they all got canceled, right? So I'm just chilling there for a week with some friends of mine, just trying to find a good time or whatever. But the night before the audition, as you do, you know, Dusty, Dusty likes to go have some fun. I go out, drink so much alcohol, all the alcohol in the world, basically. Basically, it's it's a blackout night or whatever. I don't remember half that night, even to this day. I remember stories from my good friends, Colton and uh, Adam, being like, why did you let me do that? And they're like, Dustin, I don't know how to handle you when you're that drunk. Like, you literally threatened to beat my ass every time if you didn't let me go, if you didn't, if I didn't let you go buy another drink. 
Um, I was buying drinks for the the person. You know how you, when you go into those um bathrooms and you have people that are just there to like give you a towel or some shit. I paper towel, whatever the fuck it is. I was apparently going back and forth handing that person shots. Like the person that's like the bathroom attendant and they're supposed to take care of everything. I was going back and forth buying shots for that person because I didn't like that they had to just stay there and do this shit. But my friends Adams uh Colton were just like, dude, you're you're too drunk to handle whatever. I was a fucking mess, apparently. I won't get into too much details, but other than Dusty was a fucking mess. Um but so my addition or my callback is the next day. So I wake up at my friend's place and I'm puking fucked up. Don't know what's happening. I'm puking blood. Which in retrospect, this is like over six, seven years ago. But in retrospect, I should have definitely probably got that checked out. But I was just, just a mess. Just a mess. And I was like, I'm not going to go to this audition. This audition. Like, I'm going to fuck it up. I'm going to be a mess. Like, whatever. I'm puking. And finally, for some reason, I just go, ah, I'll make it work. I got to drive to Indiana, Hammond, Indiana which I'm forgetting how far it is. It's not too far, but it's at least a 45-minute drive. So I drive to Hammond, Indiana for the callback where the theater is. And I have to do typical audition callback shit. Do all that. Feel like I do pretty good. But again, this entire time, I'm finding the fact not three hours earlier, I'm puking blood and throwing up everywhere. And then say goodbye to the casting directors, the the theater owners and all that shit leave and then i'm supposed to then like after that I, i'm supposed to drive back to nebraska because i gotta get back to work and shit so i'm driving back i'm in uh on the highway just driving back um <laughs> thinking about all the shit that happened that weekend and then you have to also think of like i was very very depressed during this time you know girlfriend break up all that shit but it was just a lot of shit a lot of stuff, but I'm driving back to Nebraska, and then I get a phone call from one of the um, uh, theater owners, casting directors, all that shit from the Toll Theater, and he goes, "Hey, Dustin, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, this is Dustin," and they go, "Hey, we, so we wanted to call you before we called everybody else. We feel like you're the missing link, and we feel like the show's not going to work without you." So we want to offer you the position first. And I know that you're going through this whole transition s- space or period and everything. Um, but like, if you need to, we will house you. Like you can live with us, all this shit. They, <coughs> they offered me so much stuff. They were just trying to take care of me. And the coolest, it was the coolest thing. Like again, maybe they're blowing smoke on my ass. I get it. But they took the time to fucking sit there and go, we want we're going to take care of you cuz we really want you and i broke down crying trying to hide it on a phone call and says that thank you so much like i i will be there whenever you need me just let me know and i'm driving back to nebraska to be like almost prove be like yeah i can i i i'm still an actor like i can still do this and i'm breaking down this phone call and they're like, Dustin, we're, we're so excited. We can't wait to work with you. And it was just the most uplifting thing. 
So the first professional show I ever did was a world premiere uh, of a comedy called Crashing with Flamingos. And it was the first step to getting me to where I am now. And <laughs> I can never thank the the people at the Toll Theater enough for giving me that in that small amount of confidence, that guidance, that support. Like all they did was me just like, we know you're going through all this stuff, Dustin. And as I'm always open book, always. And they just, they believed in me. And a small theater like that to believe in me was just the, the, the one kickstart that got me through everything. And I think it's fucking very important to always remember whatever the thing is that helps you get on your path in life. Basically, that's what I'm trying to say. And you know, it's an uncut episode. We're just bullshitting with drunk ass Dusty, but I think it helped change me in a lot of ways to where I felt. Oh, I can do this. I can, even as small as this, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying it's Broadway, you know, but it was, I felt like I wasn't enough as an actor. And for some, my first professional audition for someone to be like, no, this, this is the dude, this is the guy. And it just helped propel my confidence, which has then helped me do other things in Chicago and then move to New York. And I will ever, I will forever be grateful for that show so if you're ever in hammond indiana the toll theater they are they are very very close and dear to my heart <laughs> and i just want to say this. i i found uh the world premiere i have a whole um little picture frame of the world premiere from that show and i saw it on the floor and i was like Oh shit, this is knocked off the other night and it's one of my prized possessions because it's just it's just a remembrance of no matter how low you are in that moment, you can you can find a high point. And I think I think that's really important. Like it's always a, a remembrance to me to be like as low as you were, Dusty, as low as you were. You have that. And you, you fucking scratched, you clawed, whatever it is you had to do. Just emotionally. I'm not, I'm not talking professionally, business-wise. Business I'm talking emotionally. You scratched, you clawed, and you were okay. And I, some, it's something I would tell everybody. It's like, no matter, no matter what you're feeling, like, sometimes it's, even if you're if your head's down, your someone's pulling your head down, take your two feet and just keep pushing it forward because something's gonna find you. Woo! Fuck. Yeah. Little you know, we finally found the the connection or <laughs> niceness there. <laughs> um, I don't even know. Um, but yeah, that was a little bit of my journey into um getting into professional theater and everything. Just just a little fun story. Um I did I did want to vent a little bit. Um and by vent is I won't 
I'm not going to say too much. I mean, it has to do with work and shit, but I think it also does connect with life a little bit. Um, I say every time I say I'm now, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? People, for some reason, feel like the way that they set something is the only way to ever do that. The only way to ever do something. And I I don't think I I still can't understand that. I don't think I will I will ever understand that. There are multiple ways to cut a pizza. There are multiple ways to cut a cake. Why in the fucking world do you think your way is the only way to do that? And I'm not this isn't even really about being political at all. Um, I'm not thinking about the political side. I'm talking about just people dealing with people on a daily basis, like understanding that the way that you think is probably great, but the way that I think is definitely probably different because we are we we are all very different people. We all have different personalities. We all attack certain certain situations in a different way. We um we deal with situations in a certain way we take criticism in a certain way so the way of anyone ever in a job in a situation in a relationship there is never one way to do something there are multiple ways to do something multiple ways to think about something and that doesn't mean that one way is right or one way is wrong and i don't understand why people don't they i feel like they pick and choose in where they want to put that in life it is not a pick and choose situation. Like it's different in every way. There's certain ways to find the great outcome, but we, we, we're starting to be like, there's only one way to do this. Like in my job this week was someone was trying to state that there's only one way to train this uh, teacher in a place. No, there's not. Cause we all listen or we pick up things differently. So, Talking to me is different. I'm very visual. I'm a very visual learner. I have to see it. But the way that you talk to somebody, the way that you connect with somebody is not the way that I connected the way that I talk to somebody. So you shouldn't ever expect people to just pick up the way that you're doing it because everybody is different. Everybody has different triggers. So there is never one, one path to the finish line. But yet... We continue in all aspects of life, think that there's only one way to get there. There are multiple ways to get there, and we should be open and adaptable to how people are doing that, how people are getting to that finish line, how people are um, uh, fixing, how people are creating new avenues to get to the main goal. But for some reason, we're still thinking that there's only one way to do it. We're thinking there's this is the only way to get from point A to point B. No, you can do Z, D, E, F. Like you can, everybody has their own path. And yet we still, to this day with everything that's going on, we say there's only one way to do that. And I, I it's, it's just a huge mistake in my in my eyes. Like I don't, I don't understand that. I love to listen to people and listen to something that I've never heard of and or understand it, be like, explain that to me. And then when I get it explained to me, be like, oh, shit, I never thought that way. Just because you never thought that way doesn't mean that you're wrong. We all have to be educated in the world. 
So if somebody's giving you just a little bit of knowledge, just listen to it. And I just, I, I think that we, we just disregard that a lot. I don't understand that. We have to be able to change, right? We always have to be able to change because if we're not being adaptable and we're not changing to the circumstances that are being brought right in front of us, then how do we ever get better? If we keep, if we, if we have a wall and we keep throwing soap at it and we're like, nah, this will dissolve the wall. It's fucking not going to, it's not going to happen. Right? So we have to understand that there's different ways to knock that down and we have to adapt to certain situations. And I think, I think a lot of people just don't adapt and they don't think that they need to, which they should. Everyone should have to adapt. In five years, I have to adapt. I'm going to have to adapt to techno, technological shit. I'm going to have to adapt to how I talk to people. Like, all the time. Um, There's never, it shouldn't ever be like, at five years old, this is how I talk to people, and that's it. No, dude, get the fuck out of here. Every... <laughs> All this shit changes. You have to adapt. And that is should be carried through your work, your relationships, your life balances, everything. Adapt to the situation to make it better. Grow yourself. Grow the person that you're with. Grow, grow humanity in that way. Because if you just if you constantly just go at it with a concrete wall and saying this is the only way to do it, where the fuck are we ever going to be? How are we ever going to um be whole. I, I I just don't understand that. I don't think that everything I do is right. I know that there's always ways for me to learn, but I I'm always willing to adapt to situations to situations and learn from what this person is telling me. And people just don't want to do that. It seems like, and I don't understand that. But yeah. Um. Thank you for listening to me. Uh, for the next next topic of uh, drinks on Dusty, um, I'm gonna give my top five. So I'm gonna do my top five. This 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 episode is gonna be top five sports. Pretty simple simple for me. Uh, top five sports. Okay, number five. I'm gonna start with hockey. Okay, don't watch hockey all that much. I'm very much starting to, but I have the utmost respect for hockey i don't understand how you skate on those goddamn skates like that i don't understand how you control the puck like that and then you have the physical aspect to it it's so exciting and it's awesome shout out to hockey number four i'm gonna go volleyball now always thought i would be a really good volleyball player until i tried to play volleyball they have the most (laughs) crazy hand-eye coordination and I don't understand, like, you know, it's all about jumping, leaping. It's so exciting. It's an incredibly exciting sport that I think people forget about when it, unless it comes up on the Olympics. But volleyball is one of the most exciting sports to ever watch. Number three, I'm going to go basketball. I will say basketball at number three because it consistently, like, it makes way more sense to me, I guess. And I think one of the coolest things in the world as a sports person is if you hit, like, a, a buzzer beater shot even though you have to l- allow people to score, which is like one of my things about why I don't like certain sports is you're allowing someone to score. Um, 
But basketball, there's so much quickness, quickness, so much athleticism, and you have that really, really, really cool moment of cool moment of you can shoot up a shot, clock going down, clocks going down, three, two, one, shots made. So shout out to basketball. Number two, UFC. We all like gladiator sports, basically. I mean, if we're talking about humanity, like we all fucking like we all have something in our goddamn heads where we love to watch fucking chaos and human um, things go about. But the skill of fighting, my dad was a boxer, and like I was always uh, knowledgeable about the skill of fighting. And it's the most exciting shit in the world because you never know what's going to happen. It's the closest thing to gladiator sports we're ever going to get. And those those men and women risk their lives every time they come into the octagon, and we we just we watch them. But it's it's just part of our DNA, apparently, to watch that, to watch that the closest thing to a bloody massacre we can ever get to. But there's also such a powerful art in it, and it's amazing to watch. It's the most exciting sport you can ever watch. Uh, and number one's football. I love football, number one sport in the world, because it just, you know, you have that one thing I care about. Green Bay Packers, shout out, go Pack Go. You have the one thing you care about, and it just never changes. And it's every every day, like I found out a couple weekends ago, it can change, something can happen, and it's the most exciting shit in the world. Um, So that's going to be the end of the Drinks on Dusty podcast. No, you know what? It's not going to be the end. What we're going to do is I apologize for all the drunken bullshit. But again, you know, you listen to this. Um, We're going to pick a card. We're going to have a deeper talk real quick. So for my deeper talks that I am now implementing in all of our podcast episodes, I'm going to pull a random card. And these cards are in six categories. So they go from beliefs, life lessons, dreams, Courage, drunken self-awareness, and exposed. So the point of it is to just make yourself a little deeper and expose yourself a little more. So I'm going to pick one. I don't even know what I'm going to do. I'll pick a color. So I have picked beliefs. What does, this is what that card says, what does humanity completely misunderstand? that's actually not that hard to me because I think it goes along with everything I'm saying. I think what humanity is misunderstanding is the fact that everybody has different walks of lives. Everybody has different thoughts and different beliefs. And there is not one path that everybody should be following. There are numerous paths in life that everybody can take. If you're not harming somebody, it's okay to take a different path or different thought process from somebody else. And what we're doing now is we're saying that there's only one way that everybody should ever think and think or act or react, whatever it is. We are secluding people from having outside thoughts or disagreeing with something. So what I think humanity at this moment is misunderstanding is the fact that there are multiple paths, multiple directions to the same destination. And Recently, it seems like we're only saying there's one way to get to the right destination, which is not true. And 
That's why I think humanity is completely misunderstanding. So that's going to be the end of uh, Dusty's drunken thoughts solo, which is probably the most drunken thoughts that I've had solo. But, you know, I appreciate everybody listening, everybody following, everybody supporting. Thank you so much for the continued support. Um, You know, we <laughs> I, I try my best to send out all the episodes and everything. Um, new episodes are always coming out. Um, they will be the, n- the new order of drinks on dusty, um, cup, cup holders. Is it cup holders? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Cup holders. They will be out soon. Coasters. No, not cup holders. Coasters. That's what it is. The drinks on dusty coasters will be out and they'll be at select bars, the Whalen, Bedford, and some other select bars. So be on the lookout for those. Uh, thank everybody for listening. Um, the next guest on the podcast will be, like I said last time, Chris and Hasty. She'll be out. Justin Minchow is coming on. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Like, subscribe, follow, shout out. Drinks on Dusty. We out.